Welcome to the Equipped Guild, a podcast for appliance repair technicians hosted by Nana Home and the Nana Academy. We'll bring you interviews, tips, and tricks from technicians with decades of experience. For the first episode, well-known appliance repair technician and owner of the Appliance Guy, TK Cousins, interviews David Zamir. David is an appliance repair technician that bootstrapped his local San Francisco appliance repair company to $4 million in revenue in just two and a half years. David then founded Nana in 2017. Hey, Dave, how are you? Good, man. Great seeing you. It's a, Great seeing you. It's been an interesting time here. Oh, yeah. Very, very interesting times we're going through for sure. What are we going to talk about today? You are going to talk about your experience in building an appliance repair business from scratch. And for everybody just tuning in, this is David Samir. Um, David is the founder and CEO of Nana Software, which is an appliance repair app that helps people in the appliance repair industry in many different ways. I'm not going to sit here and tell all about it because he can do a much better job about that than I am. But uh, Dave, tell us a little bit about how you got into it and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. So it all started in 2013. My friend fixed appliances in Toronto. He told me that he's been fixing appliances and making more than $15,000 net profit every month. And my mind just got blown away. I'm like, how can it be? <laughs> and uh, I bought an airplane ticket from Israel to Toronto and uh, shadowed him for five days. Again, was surprised, verified that it's a real legit business. And six months after I immigrated from Haifa, Israel to San Francisco and started to fix appliances. That was the beginning. And within the next two years, I would fix 2,500 appliances. I bootstrapped the business to $4 million in revenue within two years. Kind of semi-retired when I was 29 years old. I used to have 25 technicians back then. And then in 2016, I decided that my business is just not good enough and the appliance repair industry deserve something better and I couldn't find it. So I decided to invest money into building it myself. Gotcha. Well, that's impressive. I would definitely want to know exactly how you did that or give us some tips because, you know, a lot, there's a lot of small business owners and people out there that want to grow their business and get tips. But I'd like to ask you also, um, did you have a interest in appliance repair prior to that or you just heard about your friend and no, not really. Um, like, I owned clothing stores in Israel. I used to. Okay. The business, I, I owned three different clothing stores in Israel, and I also owned an import company. So I used to import Abercrombie & Fitch, Fred Perry, and Lacoste, which is high-end brand names for uh, apparel. And I used to import it to Israel and then selling it in my stores. Um, I used to have a debt of $250,000 that I just wanted to get rid of. But my businesses, the clothing, the clothing shops, didn't make enough money to pay off the debt. And when my friend told me that he's making $15,000 net profit a month, I couldn't believe it because I worked really hard in my clothing shops, importing, importing goods from the US and Italy to Israel, managing teams, and he made much more money than me. So I'm like, I must check it out. and and. Again, I flew there, I verified the business, and six months after I found myself fixing my first dryer in Los Altos Hills here in the San Francisco Bay. 
Awesome. It was really weird, dude. Like I never, never even dreamed about fixing appliances. I actually cried in the first week when I fixed appliances. I'm like, wait, like, what is that? <laughs> so before you got into it, you weren't really much mechanically inclined. You hadn't really done anything as far as repairing. Nothing at all, dude. Two left thumbs. Nothing at wow. all. I wasn't a handy person. I always used to like, my cousins used to help me with putting things on the wall, assembling furniture. Never thought even one day in my life that I'm going to do trade skills before. But, uh, but learning trade skills changed my life. And it gave me hope too. It was for the first time ever that I could make, before I could make money with my mind, and I could make money with my mouth doing sales. But when I learned how to make money with my hands, I knew that it doesn't matter what's going to open in the world, and it doesn't matter if I know the language or not, I will always be able to put food on the table for my family. And that's something that, that gave me this sense of self, self-esteem that I never had before. And I'm really, right. we are all actually really blessed for knowing how to fix appliances. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I can definitely, I, I was in construction before I did this, so I kind of know what you mean. I was kind of handy, but, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it, it might seem intimidating, but as you know, anybody can learn it and get it. Um, well, well, actually, not not anybody can learn it, right? Because okay. like, I don't even like the, the term appliance repair technicians. In, Euro, in Europe, they call appliance technicians appliance engineers, right? Uh. Because you're not only a technician, like you need to understand electricity, you need to understand how to disassemble things, you need to understand how to assemble them, you need to know, like, you need to understand how to diagnose things and eliminate problems. You're actually an engineer, right? You're an appliance apparently. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, and that's something that here at Nana we want to fix, but I think that appliance repair technicians, appliance repair engineers are underappreciated and undervalued. And that's something that I personally want to help and come together with the appliance repair technician and really bring more value to the appliance repair industry because appliance repair engineers are undervalued. Absolutely. And I feel like there's a big demand for them right now. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. And what you did before is super impressive. You used to do like kitchen remodeling before, right? Yep. Insane. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I, I didn't have any of that. I just like sold clothes in my clothing shop and, and smile to people. Do you think that you're, you're being in business doing, even though it wasn't trade related, what you learned from your business doing clothes, did you integrate some of what you learned from that into your appliance repair business? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Absolutely, yes. At the end of the day, I was a business I was an entrepreneur. I started my first business when I was 22 years old in New Jersey. I did that for two years. I used to have a business that selling hair straighteners. So talking about parts markup, I used to buy a hair straightener for 12 bucks and sell it for $150. So that was oh, my wow. first business, right? And then I moved with my wife, Jules. Jules is from Massachusetts. Uh, we met in Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, and then we moved together to Israel. And in Israel, I was a business owner of the import business and then the clothing store. I learned distribution, I learned sales, I learned how to build a brand when, when I operated my clothing shops. And it's definitely helped me when it comes to scaling the business. 
So as soon as I learned how to fix appliances, I didn't waste any time. And three months after, I already had my first technician. Three months after you started your business, you had your first technician? Three months after. Three months after wow. my first technician, I remember Jules, my wife, thought that I'm completely insane. But I went for it. I really think that when you teach someone, you actually become much better, right? Your, yes. wife, your wife doing homeschooling for the kids, which is super impressive. You and I just talked about it a few minutes ago. And the fact that your wife teaching your kids, it helps us think in a different way. When she thinks in a different way, she becomes a better teacher. The knowledge that comes into your mind, it's stored in your mind in a whole different, in a whole different way. And I think, Absolutely. I think in mentoring people and teaching people can allow us to become better in everything we do. Absolutely. Yeah, I've learned that in my own life, you know, just whenever you teach anything, like anything that you have to teach, you're going to really immerse yourself in and you want to be the best teacher you can be and teach the best information. So I agree a hundred percent. Now your first business wasn't called Nana. What was the name of your first business? The Appliance Repair Doctor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We used to have uh, different doctors going around and fixing the sick appliances. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. you got your first technician three months and did you kind of keep it at one technician for a while or you grew it quick or? No, so that was the evolution. First of all, an interesting data point. I had a mentor. My friend from Toronto came to San Francisco to teach me for two months how to fix appliances. And then I doubled down on manuals and YouTube videos. But for these two months, we went together to 149 service calls, and then he went back to Toronto. And I gave him 15% ownership in the business. So over the next two years, before I bought him out of the business, he, he made $149,000. Oh, wow. Which, which is crazy, right? So what actually happened is that I paid him $1,000 for each job. We went out together as a mentor. That's what happened if you look at the different math. But, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it's insane, but, but worth the investment. Definitely worth the investment. I, I wouldn't change anything about it. Like, he came, he taught me, like, he changed my life, he empowered me, he believed in me, and now I'm in a different place in life. I came here with $300. A $300 and a debt of $250,000. With businesses offshore, um, but again, like, paying the debt back was incredible. But addressing your question, so in the first two months he was here with me, we went to 149 service calls together, then he left, there was one month that I fixed appliances by myself, uh, that was, I believe in September I fixed appliances by myself, in October I already trained one guy, his name is Alex, super sweet, super smart guy, he used to work with me for four years before moving on and starting his own company, but uh, Alex was my first technician. A month after, I already had my second technician. Wow. He shadowed me for a month and a half. I think one year after I started the business, I had already eight, eight technicians. Yeah. How, how long after? One year after. You had eight technicians? A year after, yeah. Wow. And, and each of those technicians, did you train each technician or they already knew appliance repair? I trained each, each and every one of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, it was very interesting. It wasn't efficient though because um, they shadowed me. Alex, for example, he shadowed me for a month and a half. But like, if somebody shadows you for a month and a half, and you are a generalist and you fix all type of appliances, like you, it doesn't, it, it, 
it doesn't learn really, right? Because you see so many appliances, you get confused. So the genius is like how you teach them one appliance at a time. Because if I take you to fix dryers, only dryers, for two days, and we fix together 10 dryers, you probably can go out and start to fix dryers on your own after two days, right? So the month and a half training wasn't efficient. But I, I trained the first eight technicians, and then the experienced technicians started to train technicians for me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting because um, I just finished training my first technician and uh, it was one of those things where, you know, I, I would probably about eight months of training and he's actually going to be starting next week in his own van. But, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a question that comes up quite frequently, you know, through the different forums and things like that. What is... What held you back from starting to have your own technician before? I don't know. I think I was, I, I think maybe fear. Fear just, of what? Just fear of the unknown and whether it was going to be successful and, you know, just more, more so, I, I, and part, partially complacency, just being happy and making good money as a single tech and, and not, not necessarily wanting the headaches of, dealing with all that stuff, you know? Huge freaking headache, man. <laughs> Huge freaking so, headache. So, <laughs> I'll probably have to put you on speed dial for the next year. Do that. Call man. you when I, when, I, when I got questions. But another thing I was curious about, when you were first getting started and training these technicians, what are some of, first of all, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced? What were some of the biggest, I guess, hurdles that you had to overcome? Because you know, we both know it's not, you know, all pie in the sky. There's a lot of hurdles and obstacles along the way. You know, like, the training piece wasn't that challenging for me. What was challenging for me was, as you mentioned, like, when you're by yourself, the business is you. Like, you won't get bad reviews because it's your business, it's your family, this is how you put it on the table. And the one thing that was super challenging for me is as I scaled the business, I lost control on the quality. I didn't have a good mechanism to control quality with the technicians. I remember that when the, the first bad review that I, that I got from my technician, it was, that was super challenging because you feel like that you're out of control a little bit. So that was challenging. The second thing that was challenging is just to oversee, oversee the quality of the work, like even if you don't get a bad review, it's like, you know, only only five percent of only only five percent of people that had a bad experience actually will take the time to invest and to give you the, the negative feedback, which is fascinating if you think about it, right? So I think the most challenging part was really to let go and to trust that the people that I brought on board, we really do, we really care as much as I did, and I was very lucky because. I was very picky in the first 10 people that I brought as technicians. I was very picky with who I chose. And one of my mistakes as I scaled the company is that at one point I let go of interviewing the technicians myself and it kind of destroyed the culture a little bit. And, and that was an important lesson. At the beginning, it was really like a family. They really cared for it. But as I scaled the business, I was, you know, I suddenly had much more money and, and, and I could travel and, uh, and uh, I kind of like uh, let go of the business a little bit, and this is when quality started to, to go off forward. So after a year, you had, you said, eight technicians working for you? Yeah. 
do you do you feel like there was i know me and you had talked when we had first met and or when we had first kind of introduced each other gosh almost a year ago that you said when right about three to five technicians seemed like a sweet spot where you're making good money and do you still do you feel like three to five technicians is a is a good number for a small business i think that the perfect number is three technicians three technicians yeah the most important thing to measure actually as you scale your business is the customer acquisition cost how much does it cost to bring a job into the business because at the beginning you have a word of mouth and if you're doing a phenomenal job in your community you probably all booked for the next 10 days right like ticket you probably booked already for monday next week right oh yeah for i'm sure. probably booked all of next week exactly right but this is exactly what your sweet spot of where you want to bring another technician on board because then you shorten this time suddenly it becomes four days in my business i doubled down on same day same day visits right and that was one of my strengths and that was main reason why i was able to scale all the time like keep keep scaling the business because consumer instead of waiting for sears or for other companies out uh, two weeks out they just use my business but to address your question three technicians like the most important thing is to measure the customer acquisition cost when you see that you spend more than fifty dollars a job you need to spend more money into getting more jobs you need to pay attention to the economics because at some point it just doesn't worth the headache and the more technicians you have the more dispatchers you need to have right like right on three technicians you can have one dispatcher right now you're adding more technicians you, add, you need to add another dispatcher and when you add another dispatcher and more technicians the most important liability to pay attention to is actually HR, human resources. That's super important. And we can talk about it in a few minutes if you would like to dive in. But again, if you have any questions or anyone else that's watching us today have any questions, so feel free to ask in the comments and I'm happy to address them after, after the discussion. Okay. Yeah. Do you still have or still running the appliance repair doctor as well or no? No, not really. So the appliance repair doctor today, like, so just for you to understand, I acquired 45,000 customers for my own money. So like with Google, right? So I invested $2.5 million over the years in acquiring 45,000 customers, um, which generates now 5% of them coming back every year. So you oh, get technically wow. about 2,000 jobs a year, right? But all of these jobs are going to Nanana. Okay. Yeah. And um, funny, I scaled like, so, the first six months in the business, I made $300,000 in sales. Then in 2014, I made 1.2 million. In 2015, I, I made $2.4 million. In 2016, I made 4.1. In 2017, I made 4.1. In 2018, I made, I think, about 2.4 million. And I made $0 in 2019. And what do you attribute that to? Nana. I, Nana? Yeah, there is a sentence that I really believe in is like, if you want to be successful, burn your boats, right? And if you want to conquer something, so burn your boats. And if I had a plan separate actor to follow, to fall to and uh, from Nana, so I probably, I don't know if I press on the gas so bad. And so, and yeah, so I just gave all of the assets to, to Nana. And now Nana is basically uh, the entity that drives jobs technicians. And of course, also turning off the Google AdWords, right? As soon as I turned off the Google AdWords, so no more calls came. Right, I got you. 
Um, so as you were growing the appliance repair doctor, um, at what point did you get this idea of Nana? Cause it's kind of, I'd never heard of anything like it before until I met you guys. And it's a really awesome concept. Um, Thank I you. guess, where did you get, where did you get the inspiration or the idea? Yeah. Um, so the inspiration came from a place of like my best technicians didn't stick around, right? My best technicians, like just honestly, if I'm, if I'm in their shoes, there was no reason to stay in appliance repair doctor. Uh, the appliance repair doctor, usually in our industry, we pay commission of anywhere between 30% to 50%, right? But in today's world, in 2013, the competition, the, the world wasn't so digitalized yet, right? Uh, over the years, it became easier to have your own page on Yelp. It became easier to have your own Google Places. Uh, but back then, it wasn't easy. So back then, I could take um, the I could pay technicians anywhere between 30% to 50%. But over the years, it became harder and harder to do that because it was easier for them to take leads from different sources. So when I saw that I'm losing my best technicians, I'm like, wait, like these guys. I taught them for a year, then I sudden, finally enjoyed from them in the second year and the third year. What can I do? What can I build for them that will help them stay in my business? And at the same time, what can I do to make my business easier, right? Like, how can I generate quality? And I started to look into different softwares. I, I remember looking into uh, Service Titan and House Call Pool and uh, Salesforce, and, and it was okay. It really was okay. But it wasn't perfect. And for the nuanced appliance repair vertical, there was nothing out there. There was no software that could help me generate more value for my technicians, right? There was, there was none. So I decided that uh, in 2015, December 2015, I decided that I want to uh, take a, another step into, this, into the industry. And I started to invest all of the money I had uh, into building so software for plant support technicians. And today, Nana, we are in 12 markets nationwide, and we picked only 250 plant support technicians. We call them master technicians. That right now, these 250 people in California, Arizona, Texas, uh, Oklahoma, um, and I think we are uh, in, in different states as well. Uh, sorry, it's kind of hard to keep track because we are growing fast. But we picked only 250 technicians that are experimenting with the software, taking jobs from different home warranties using our software, and we literally iterating every day on improving the software for them. And by the end, by, by mid next year, we are going to open the software for everybody to use. But the inspiration ca came from generating enough more value for the technicians out there, and I just couldn't find anything else, and I thought it would be a good idea to build something like that. That's that's interesting because I think. One of the biggest problems business owners face in the service industry, well, I guess any really industry, trade industry is you train someone, you know, you pour your heart and soul into training and teaching them and um, you try to treat them as best as you can and then eventually they end up your competition. Yeah, exactly. But you said something once that I really appreciated. You said that in your region, there is no cutthroat. Right? You all work together, they have your cell phone, they text each other, you help each other. And I think that this is super important. And like, if you notice when you work with a partner, with a home warranty and different vendors out there, 
they always beat you against each other. Like, oh, do better if you want more jobs because your friend down the street doesn't does much better than you. Or reduce the cost. Uh, I won't mention the name right now, but one of the uh, big home warranty vendors, if you check their, their deck, their public deck, they going, you're going to see that they increase in supply to bargain appliance repair technician against each other to reduce prices over time. And we think that it's not fair. We think that the appliance repair technicians are, are hard worker, hard workers that, that need to be very talented. And we really want to aggregate a community together using one software and kind of increasing our value. And as you come together with, with like many technicians together, you can double down on the strength of each technician. Like TK, like for example, I used to love fixing Miller dishwashers. I had first time complete for every Miller dishwasher. But I couldn't have parts for everything out there, right? I could have parts for Miller dishwasher. But imagine if, as you work together with your community and you have so many appliance repair technicians using the same software, you can always double down on the strength of the individuals. And that's, what, yeah. that's the world that we are trying to build here at NANA. That's, that's our vision. And, um, and it's exciting, it's super exciting me, but you're completely right. Like uh, you're training people and after one year, they're going and building their own business. But I, I think that, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but, but I think that if we can build a world where you say that I'm going to be an appliance repair technician for the next 20 years of my life, and in these 20 years, I want to save $2 million in these 20 years in the bank, in my pocket, I think that even if you're a lone wolf that's working as, as part of a bigger community, and you can kind of like knowing in your in your hair that as long as you complete six jobs a day, you can get to two million dollars cash in your pocket savings. I think I don't see any reason why people would like the headache of owning their own business. Like when you own your own business, you get sued by the dispatchers. It's really hard, man. It's really really tough. Right. Yeah, I agree. It is tough. Um, well, I want to talk just about, oh, go ahead. Just one more thing on the, on the topic. Keep your business small. When you keep your business small, up to three technicians, you can build a strong community. They, can be, they become your best friends. And over time, try to increase their earnouts. Maybe even give them a profit share in the business, right? Make it as together, like a strong group. And in this way, there is not really a great reason to go anywhere else. Also, double down on benefits. Health benefits, 401ks. Show them a way, a path forward. And, and that's something that I try to do in a client's repair doctor, and I just didn't have the resources to get there fast enough. And that's something that we are doubling down in NANA. Uh, in the world of NANA next year, all of the people that will use our software will be able to, uh, to have access to health insurance if they want. And it's not that they are, they are our employees, right? They are not employees, they're just using our software and taking jobs from different vendors if they want to, or doing running their own jobs in our software. But double down on health benefits, keep your business small, like double down on community, and just always generate value and show them the path forward, and you should be solid, man. And you should be solid. Yeah, that's great advice. We, um, my buddy Austin, that you know, we that came out to um, Oakland with me. We we're starting to do do a uh, business together as well, and that's where our technician, the guy we trained, are going to do. And that's what we were just talking about the other day. Is just we gotta 
we got to treat our employees, you know, so good that they don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. And exactly. Um, exactly. not treat them, not treat them as someone that's under you, but treat them as, you know, your, your, your peer. obviously your, your peer and, and someone that you care about. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I but it, it will become harder and harder. So always start with the end in mind. Like start with, when you build a business, there, there are two types of businesses, right? A business where you do out of passion, which is perfect. This is great, but you don't want to lose money. So, so first start with a number of how much money you think you're going to make in five years and walk backwards and do it. Call me. I, I would love to have another session with you and make the calculations together. But uh, I started 10 companies before Nana and, and unfortunately sometime I, I rushed into a business and I didn't make the right calculations and I gained very important lessons. I gained very important lessons, but at the end of the day, I didn't make a lot of money. So it's super important to really take the time to think it through and walk through the unit economics of the business. I never went to college even. Like I was in the army between 18 to 21 and I'm self-taught, right, with, uh, via hard work. So, so just ping me and I, I, I want to help you uh, think it together and, and see how, how we can empower you to do that. I appreciate that, man. I, I'm definitely going to reach out. What would you say, not to, not to jump back to um, the, appli the appliance repair doctor, but what would you say the biggest lesson you learned before, prior to Nana was while you were building the appliance repair doctor? The power of community. The power of community. Like taking care of my people in the early days was vital to our success and choosing the right people. That was that's the most important advice. Take your time, choose the right people you partner with. Do the diligence, spend a lot of time with them before they come on board. So that's one thing. Second thing that uh, that I learned that was very helpful is uh, marketing. So I doubled down on Google AdWords back then. And again, it was a whole different world. Back then there weren't uh, as many advertisers and as much competition as we have today. But uh, learning marketing was a, a, a vital ingredient in our scalability of the business. And, and also, uh, unfortunately, I realized how to measure the marketing uh, later on, there are a bunch of companies out there that will call you and offer you to buy leads for $25. Uh, important to measure your conversion of out of 10 calls, how many people you book. Because if out of 10 calls you book only 5 people, so this 25 bucks that just became 50 bucks. And if you pay your, your technician 50% commission on a $100 service call charge, so uh, you charge the consumer $100, you pay the technician 50 bucks, and you pay the marketing 50 bucks. Right, if the conversion is 50%. So measuring the funnel is super important. And again, I'm happy to help. And we have great people here at Nana that will be happy to, um, to allow you to tap into our tools all the time. Whatever, awesome. you guys, whatever you guys need, by the way, out there, like we literally a team of, of people that, uh, funny enough, the, the engineers that built Uber um, decided that Uber at some point lost their, um, you know, Uber building solution to replace drivers. It's not a secret, autonomous vehicles. But the Uber engineers decided that Nana could be a path for Uber drivers to come learn new trade skills, starting with appliance repair, and then put them to work. So 
We have great engineers that build Uber that now building the software for the advanced security technician. And anything that you out there, you want, you need, right now our software is exclusively for 250 people. Uh, you can definitely apply online to join the waiting list. And as soon as we open the software, we are happy to invite you as well. But please, anything that you need, if it's inventory tracking, if it's a tools for first time completion, if it's manuals, just go to our uh, Nana Elite Facebook page, and also in the Appliance Apprentice, just mention Nana, and we want to help you build that. Uh, TK and I talked about inventory last week. I have $150,000 worth of inventory from Appliance Apprentice that I need to sell, right? So we built a software we can actually take all of the community of the technicians and whenever they want a part, it's first checking the inventory that we have and then it checks reliable parts in, and in campus, right? And, and we want to take the inventory of TK and put it in the NANA software as well. And if the inventory of TK is closer to a technician, let's have TK selling this part. And we, again, when we come together as a community, we can achieve so much. And don't be a lone wolf anymore. Don't be cutthroat. Let's just come together and increase our value as a team. I think yeah, absolutely. And that's what I love about what, what you do, right? Like you here to generate value. Like you have more than 1,000 apprentices that uh, joined the appliance apprentice. And, and it was beautiful to see how you, how you maintain the, the, humble of the, the, the humbleness of, of the culture, right? Like when people being rude or assholes and... and and some people, I don't think they are wooden assholes in nature. I think it, they're trying to impress somebody else. But when people are being trying to bully somebody else, you really step up and you're like, hey, dude, not here. I have respect to you. And, and I think this is beautiful. I think that you are, the represent you are a great presentation of how the industry should look like. And what you said again about coming together has really touched me. And uh, this is what we love about you. I appreciate that, man. That means a lot to me. It's funny you mentioned community because me and my wife were actually talking about the importance of community in all things in life. Um, and it definitely does, it does, it does roll right into, you know, trades and business and everything in life. If we all just be more of a community and, and, and help each other out, then yeah. it's good for everybody. Um, yeah. It's a win, win, win. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm excited to, excited to uh, see what happens. For those people watching um, that really don't, that maybe they just joined the Apprentice group or they've never even heard of NANA, do you mind just going over it a little bit and explaining what it yeah. is and, and how it can benefit different technicians? Yeah, for sure. So NANA has uh, three divisions. Uh, the first division is the NANA software. And the Nana software is a software for appliance repair technicians. And from the software, you can order parts. Um, Nana does your customer service. You can think about it. You know, when you started a business, so maybe your wife helped you. Like my wife helped me. Like Jules answered my phone calls. She arranged my schedule. She ordered for me parts. So this is exactly what Nana does for appliance repair technicians. And so we built a software that does all of that for you. And you enter a part number, and Nana can order the parts. And you have customer service issues, Nana stepping up. And we partnered with all of the home warranties and the manufacturers out there in a way that they utilize in the Nana network to send jobs to the Nana software. So a person that's using the Nana software can suddenly see an opportunity to do a job for cross country or American Home Shield or any other big uh, partner that we verified and we have business relationship with. 
And then Nana, uh, Nana keep a fee. Uh, if you decide to take jobs on the Nana platform, we keep anywhere between 20% to 30% fee on the job. Uh, we are your operation partner. And it's super easy and super simple. And over time, next year, we are going to open our software in a way that all of the money, you will be able to run your own business and do your own jobs on the Nana platform. And if you want to tap into our different features, so you can tap into them. But again, Nana is a software for plant security technicians. That's the one division. The second division is the Nana Academy. The Nana Academy, we basically, there are millions of people without jobs out there. At the same time, you are all booked for the next two weeks. And so you need technicians. So we build an academy that teaches people without jobs how to become appliance repair technicians. We do that for free. So people can go to uh, nanahome.com academy and they can sign up there and we'll teach them for free how to fix appliances. And then they can either go to work for TK's companies or they can uh, use the Nana software to take jobs if they want. Uh, and, and this is Nana. And then the third division of Nana is the nanahome.com which is a place where consumers can come and book appointments. And this is how we feed jobs into the, into the, into the app as well. That's awesome. Yeah, it sounds, like, um, it sounds like you guys have grown even since from, you know, back in December when I was there. Because were y'all dealing with the home warranties then as well or? N not as much, not as much. Not but, as much. But the home warranties, you know, it's really hard to work with them, and each, each home warranty has their own platform, their own processes, and we, uh, because we have now 250 technicians, we are able to work with all of them and integrate with all of them. So a technician that's using the Nana software does the same job again and again and again and again, and Nana will actually pay the technician before we even get paid from the home warranty. And you don't need to fill them in, you don't need to do anything. So a lot of technicians that used to work with the home warranty companies directly, they never really calculated the opportunity cost of working with them, with all the phone calls that they are getting, the customer service, and the, all of the paperwork. And they found out that they prefer to pay Nana a fee of 20 or 30% and for Nana to deal with that. So um, we got a lot of partnerships in place and we are excited to keep doubling down on that. That's awesome. Yeah, I do work with American Home Shield, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's all um, the times. They're very, de very demanding. Yeah, well, I, I hired a secretary, and she exactly. deals with all, all of that stuff now, and it, it's the greatest decision. How much do you pay her? What's that? How much do you pay her? $12 an hour. And she works about how many hours a month? 160? Is it full-time? No, it's not full-time. It's like, it's, I would say it's part-time, half about yeah. four or five hours a day. Okay, so we are looking at about uh, eh, about two thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Right. Yep. An American home shield pays you what about one hundred and twenty dollars per job for labor. Yeah, around that roundabouts. So, and you do what, like fifty jobs a month for them? I'd say at least, yeah. So check out the calculation. So you pay now, um, let's say $1,000 a job, $1,000, which is really cheap, by the way, $1,000 a month. You do for them 50 jobs, and you hired her to help you, and you do for them 50 jobs. So if you take this $1,000 and divide it by the 50 jobs she helps you with them, you actually pay $20 out of the $120 that you get paid from them, $20 goes for her, right? 
and that's not including um, usually when you hire someone you need to be aware of liabilities like you need to make sure that she signed the contract you need to make sure that she can't get hurt you need to make sure that you won't get sued because that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a hidden cost that you need to pay attention to I'll call you after and we'll talk about I'll give you exactly which documents you need but um, we have people that uh, joined us in Texas that uh, asked to join that literally fired their secretary um, and, um, and join using our software because the economics didn't make a lot of sense. I gotcha. So when the um, people doing jobs through Nana, and I know the answers to a lot of these questions, I'm just asking so people can learn. When, when they are doing jobs through Nana, um, every, are they having to call customers and schedule and do all those things? Nothing. Not at all. You, Just you, basically, it comes up on the app, you cl click it, accept the job, it gives you the address, and there yeah. the customer's waiting for you. And that's it. And you go there, you go through the workflows of the app, which take you two, takes you two minutes, and you get paid 48 hours after into the bank account. And is it often... Is it often where you're literally clicking on a job and then heading straight there? You could if you want to. It's your choice. Um, we really like, like it's really software for technicians. Like uh, maybe I, other people don't think about it this way, but we really here at Nana, our customers are the appliance repair technicians that using our software. Like the consumers. They will create a great service if we build great tools for the appliance repair technician, right? Because we work with good people that care for consumers, and as long as we give them the best tools to double down on first-time completion, the consumers will be happy. So we really focus on building software for appliance repair technicians that we make them, uh, we make it easier for them. Uh, people can check it out if they go to nanahome.com and go to join as appliance repair technician. There's a join button at the top. Um, they can sign up for the waiting list. We really want the smallest appliance repair technician to help us build the software. And we invested already more than $4 million into this company, into the software for technicians, and we are planning to make to invest another $50 million in the next three years. That's awesome. And when is it going to be available for all technicians or state or not statewide, nationwide? So, so, so we are going to, the people that are going to be in the waiting list, we are going to pick only the best ones to use our software, only people that can really give us feedback. But nationwide, for people to use the software, it's going to open next year, anytime between April to, to September. And we are, again, we are going to have waiting lists. So if people want to join the waiting list, please go ahead to, to the website. Uh, people can also follow me on Twitter. And if you look for uh, Twitter, David Zamir, at David Zamir, so you can follow me and you can stay tuned on updates on the company and if you care about updates about the industry. So feel free to follow me there as well. Yeah, I'm going to definitely um, follow you on Twitter too. One thing that I wanted to discuss and um, or kind of pick your brain about is where do you see the, the future of appliance repair going? I mean, we're in crazy times right now. I feel like things are definitely changing. Yeah, uh, it's changing fast. Uh, there are so many micro, macro trends, but um, I, I think it's going to be very hard to maintain big companies. We saw how serious is falling apart, but uh, at the end of the day, like I don't know if you know, but uh, different home warranties started to offer their own apps, right? 
and, and then Samsung offered their own app and Electrolux and many, the OEMs and the OMON, they're trying to do their own apps. And again, it's make it really hard on the plant support technicians. You don't know who to work for and you can't really work only with one because then it could be treated as, a, as an employee, which will screw up your taxes because as a 1099, you can deduct your uh, vehicle expenses and your, some of your house expenses. And uh, I think that the home warranties and the OEMs kind of miss this part of AB5. So that's something to be aware of. So uh, this is why when you use the LAN software, you can take jobs from all of them and then you're not at risk of AB5. But where the industry is heading to is a lot of digital, digital, digitalization. So it's going to become much easier for individuals to get leads. It's going to become very hard for companies to sustain the size that they need to have to stay profitable. So one recommendation for technicians, specialize in one freaking thing. Don't try to be a generalist. Don't, don't go for it anymore. It's in the past. It belongs to 20 years ago. Focus on a brand, maybe two brands, and just nail down first-time completion. And that's what you want to do. Nail, nail down first-time completion, save money in your pocket, look 20 years forward, try to save $2 million in the bank account. Because when you build yourself a nest egg of $2 million over 20 years, you can retire and you'll make at least $10,000 passive income every month. If you have a that's what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah, just for sure. Let's talk about it. But try to get to the two million dollars cash, and and when you start to invest it early, you build in compounded interest, right? You can easily save five thousand dollars a month easily when you work as an individual. And if you when you save five thousand dollars a month, that's sixty thousand dollars a year. So in ten years, you you saved uh, six hundred thousand dollars times two for 20 years, that's $1.2 million. But the compounding interest bringing you up to $2 million. So super important. And again, we will build tools for appliance repair technicians where you can actually save the money and invest it. And, but just focus on how do I save $2 million for my nest egg. These are hard times. We as appliance repair technicians are very, very, very blessed. We are very Absolutely. blessed we didn't get hurt as much as waiters did and as much as Uber drivers did, we are super blessed. We should wake up in the morning and thank God for being an appliance repair technician from the bottom of my heart. We are so blessed. Save money as much as you can. Don't go crazy and buy boats and buy the newest iPhones and buy like tablets. You don't need that. Stay simple, stay humble. Figure out how do I save $2 million. Uh, you're going to see how uh, big companies like HomeServe trying to buy companies now. So maintain your uh, your customer's information. It's worth, it's worth money. I paid Google, as I mentioned before, more than $2 million to acquire 45,000 customers in my previous business. So I, pro I paid approximately $50 a customer, right? So when I one day I want to sell my business, it's worth something. So keep your customer information, first name, last name, email address, address of the house, what kind of appliances they have, what did you fix? That's worth money. So as the, as the Charles Schwab um, brought together the steel industry many years ago, right, together with uh, Andrew Carnegie, and they brought together the steel industry and the, all of the refineries, but something similar is going to open in the appliance repair industry. 
and only people that are specialized will continue to get jobs because they can perform well. Specialize yourself, double down on first-time completion, equip yourself with the best software out there, and we as Nana will try to be the best software out there for you. If you won't be, work with somebody else, but we will try our best to be the best software out there for you and to kind of build together this guild for client support technicians. We really, we are trying our best to do that for us. We deserve it. So we are going to try, and if, we, if you try us and, and you feel that uh, we value your time and we did a great product, so we'd love to hear a great word as well. Let me ask you this question, I, and, and not to, to backtrack. So these, one of the biggest struggles that I hear and I personally went through when first starting my business was I wanted to get hooked up with these warranty companies so I could get work but there are so many hoops to jump through to get work from them. So let me see if I get understand Nana correctly. You basically already jumped through all those hoops for the people. They get into your app. Um, are they still having to go through and fill out all the paperwork and proof of insurance and all that stuff? Not at all, dude, nothing. Like they join Nana and we take care of all of the noise in the background. They sign up with that. Nana. And that's it. That is amazing. That's awesome. So all you, all of y'all out there in the apprentice group that have asked the question, how do I get involved with the um, home warranty groups? Um, your answer is join Nana, <laughs> and then you're then you're involved with the home warranty groups. Because that was my biggest thing when I got hooked up with. I mean, I was doing I was doing two ten. I was doing cross country home services, and I was doing AHS. Yeah. And be between all the paperwork and the, I, and the invoicing and the authorizations, I mean, it was just such a headache. Nightmare. Um, yeah. So the fact that you guys take care of that is just amazing. Yeah, thank you. You know, like, I, I, I want to ask um, people out there uh, for some help, actually, if, if I can take 30 seconds. As I mentioned before, we are really blessed for being appliance repair technicians. There are not enough of us. And we as Nana, we want to help the community, and I'm sure that you guys too. If you have experience with appliance repair technician as appliance repair technicians, please join the waiting list. We are looking for mentors, and we are going to take people from marginalized communities, people that need work, people that need food, and we want to match them with a mentor. We are going to teach them online, and we are going to match them with a local mentor. The more mentors we have, the more people we can create jobs for. And you can take them and they can work with you. Maybe they can work with another software, whatever it is. But let's together create jobs. There is a huge opportunity in the appliance repair industry to create jobs. Just because 37% of the appliance repair technicians, based on the Department of Labor Statistics, are baby boomers that are going to retire in the next five years. So we need more appliance repair technicians. So it's not going to hurt you. On the contrary, when you have more appliance repair technicians, and if we're all using the same software, if we all use Nana, so it will double down on your strength, which will increase your hourly rate. Because if you complete one visit and you make you, you get paid hundred bucks, instead of going to two visits, two visits making you fifty dollars an hour, one visit making you hundred dollars an hour. So let's come together. And if you want to help people and help us create jobs, please follow me on Twitter, David Zamir, and join the waiting list of Nana in the website nanahome.com and join as a pro. Sign up and we'll reach out to you to become a mentor. Please, please, please help us to create jobs. Like we really need to recover this country together. And us as appliance repair technicians, as appliance repair engineers, we should be the frontier of helping people. 
If people can learn appliances, they can learn how to become a locksmith. <laughs> or they can learn how to become a handyman. Appliance software is really the most <coughs> business in the world. And, and let's help the community. Let's, play, let's, let's put America back to work together. Absolutely. Yeah, create jobs and help people along the way. And um, yeah, that's one. That's something that's been on my heart too. And and I know we share that as uh, you know, just something to help those that just need a, a hand up and not a handout, really. Exactly. And um, no more cut for the guys. Work together. Like take examples from the community at uh, where where Tiki operating his business at. Like they are friends. They are helping each other. Let's stop being an enemies. Let's work together. Like let's stay friends. Let's empower the industry, bring fresh energy. Especially now, yeah. apprentices. The apprentices group of people that like taking the first steps into the industry. Let's be better. Let's set new set of values of together, of a, of a community, of a guild, of appliance repair technicians. And hopefully we'll be able, with your direction, to build the best software out there for you to make it easier for you guys. As you scale the business, get into a place where you can save $2 million. There you go. And... Um... Yeah, so anybody out there, if you're a part of the apprentice group and you have any feedback or if you have anything that you think um, David or myself uh, need to hear as far as suggestions, if you're an apprentice and you need to learn, make sure you check out Nana's um, Academy for Appliance Repair. Uh, hopefully I'm going to be getting more involved with that here soon and doing some more stuff with them. Um, one thing that I would would like to ask, what advice would you give to a brand new apprentice? Let's say they're, they today was their first day learning about appliance repair and they're really interested. What would be your advice to that person? My first advice to you is don't give up. <laughs> don't give up. I remember myself, there was one night I walked on a Miller washer and I it was... Oh, it was such a nightmare and I was there four hours in the house and at some point I just laid on the floor on the wood floor and looked at the ceiling and like and closed my eyes and tried to figure out why why the dryer doesn't hit but don't give up it will come together that's one second specialize 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 choose few brands either laundry or refrigerators or kitchen don't do everything you don't need to. I know you can. You can definitely do that. You can do everything. But specialize, it will increase your first time completion. It will increase your value per hour. You'll go home early. You'll make more money. You will be happy, stress-free, stress enjoying life. That's what I wish for the, for the appliance apprentices that just started. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm thinking about specializing in bake elements. Just bake elements. I'll yeah. just drive around and replace bake elements all day long. That's awesome. If you can, if you have enough demand for that, that's freaking cool. Man. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It's just the easy. I think bake elements are the easiest job ever. So um, that is that is good advice. I per I personally work on everything, and I have thought about that. And I know like certain companies out there, they have you know like their laundry, their people that do laundry, people that do kitchen stuff um i'm i i don't only thing i don't work on is sealed systems but i have thought about that especially as i grow the business um so who knows that might be something i actually take into you know take and apply into my are there any business. jobs 
so I would recommend to partner with somebody in your network that does seal systems, and then you can refer the customers to him and he can kick back to you um, maybe 25 bucks, which is the lead cost usually, right? Yeah. That's yeah, I do refer the jobs, but they don't give me any kickback. So if my sealed system guy's watching, I want we, my $25. Yeah. <laughs> we actually, in the Nana software, we are building a tool that when you refer a job to somebody, you'll, you'll get, they will get $25 when you complete the jobs. And so oh, that's cool. Go directly to their bank account. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good yeah, stuff. We need to work together. It's, it's the most important thing. Absolutely. Anything else that you want to say or just let our audience know before we wrap this up, David? Yeah, please hold us accountable for, to, for building the best appliance repair software out there for you guys. Like, please, we are thirsty for knowledge and we are thirsty to feedback. So anything we could do better, anything that you think can be helpful in the field for appliance repair technicians, Please reach out to me at Twitter, at David, uh, David Zamir, at David Zamir, and, and just stay together, please. Specialize yourself, stay good together, save $2 million, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. Specialize yourself, and it will be okay. Awesome. For everybody out there, this is, this is my buddy David Zamir, and for everybody that doesn't know, it's spelled Z-A-M-I-R, in case you were wondering. Um, for his Twitter and all that stuff. The, if you haven't, can anyone join the Nana Facebook group or is that just Nana technicians? Uh, people can apply and, and if they come from appliance apprentice group, we'll be happy to, to bring them on board. And not to say that we'll give them access to the software because again, the software is only for 250 exclusive people, um, but uh, they can get updates. We always share service, uh, service bulletins and other content about the industry so so please okay free to join uh, apply to join to the nana elite group and when we see that you're coming from tk and the plans apprentice will be happy to onboard you there awesome so yep go check that out and well david i thank you for allowing me to have this time with you and chat i'm glad that everybody in san francisco is doing well really? and i will see you soon i hope have a great one thank you Thanks for listening to the Equipped Guild, brought to you by Nana Home and the Nana Academy. If you're a qualified technician interested in joining Nana, visit nanahome.com. That's N-A-N-A-Home.com and click join as a pro. If you're new to appliance repair and want free hands-on training, visit nanaacademy.org to join the waitlist. See you next time on the Equipped Guild.